Tonight's episode of the 31st Lap Podcast is brought to you by DirtTrackDigest.com. If it's on dirt, it's on Dirt Track Digest. This is the 31st Lap Podcast, recorded live in the studios of FingerLakes1.com in downtown Seneca Falls, New York. And now, your host, Chris Marquardt. Good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the 31st Lab Podcast. We are back on the air after a little bit of, uh, of a delay. It was somewhat unexpected. We had uh, some plan time off at the end of June, and then that spiraled into some um, issues here up at the studio. It was so hot. This is an old uh, school building that we're in, and it was so hot in the studio, they didn't want us up here on um uh, the week after that, because it got it got wicked hot up here in the Finger Lakes, and then we didn't even get a chance to enjoy that week off. I ended up with a little bit of a pneumonia issue, but that has since cleared itself out, uh, at least in the, um, at least according to the doctors, a little bit of a cough left, but it's nothing major, nothing that we're uh, we're worried about. But it is nice to be back into the studio. And talking a little bit about what racing did. And unfortunately, in terms of Stephen Evans, who's joining us on the hotline, the racing that didn't happen um, in and around uh, New York. Unfortunately, the best weekend uh, for racing, Stephen, that you guys had on the schedule at Woodall Raceway, you were already slated to be off. Which I guess that that uh, doesn't exactly lend itself well. Uh, just as we were joking here before the show got started, you were joking that you've become this year's Utica Roma, the Southern Tier. A title, and, and the sad part is, Chris, is 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 a joke. But you know, we're you know, I've I've been able to uh, have many conversations with with Bill Shea over the years doing media stuff. That you know, uh, it is not a title that anybody wants to have no. uh, when, when you're comparing your number of rainouts to to the bad luck that they seem to have had right from the get go of of taking over Utica Rome. Um, but we just we've just didn't we didn't have a great July. We had four events on the schedule for for July, uh, one of which was a tractor pull and three races, and we only got one race in and the tractor pull. So it um, everybody has been racing starved in July down here uh, with us at Woodhall, and um, I'm hoping that. Um, the 50-50 chance we've got on Saturday swings our way because otherwise uh, we might have a mutiny down here in Stephen <laughs> County. <laughs> it's uh, other tracks have been a little bit, li- little bit better fortunes for themselves and, and able to get some stuff in. We had some racing scheduled last night that was held off due to the rain. That is Bob the um, excuse me. That is the Jack Johnson tribute race. That was scheduled over at Fonda Speedway coming up later this week. The Super Dirt Car Series is supposed to be doing the Bob St. Amans, uh Memorial at Merrittville Speedway and uh, the Summer Nationals on the on the flip side of the uh, the weekend. It's going to be Monday and Tuesday next week. So some more Super Dirt, series, uh, Super Dirt uh, Car Series action on deck right there. Hopefully they can dodge the rain. Uh, this weekend, like you said, Stephen, you're looking at a 50-50 chance of getting it in. Uh, how's how's Woodhall been taking it as a whole aside of the fan mutiny and things like that? What's this do to a track when you're in a in a situation like this? We always talk at the beginning of the year how important it is to get the races in, build that momentum up, and get things up and rolling. Now it happens in the middle of the season after you've had a really nice start. Yeah, uh, the the last three rainouts 
we've had, we've had every different situation that you can you can have when you're looking at a, an iffy weather day. Um, the, the first time we tried to have the sprint cars back in May, uh, the weather forecast looked absolutely terrible. I mean, right. it looked bad enough that we thought, well, man, this is an easy call. We made the call at noon, <laughs> decided to cancel. Weather changed, and and we, you know, the weather was such that we probably could have got the show in. So, you know, Mother Nature fooled us on that one. Uh, we try and bring them back in June, and we get everybody at the racetrack and try to have the show. And then once everybody's there and we're ready to start hot laps, a big rainstorm came through. So we've got everybody there, and then it rained. And then the, 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 the second scheduled show of the season in July, uh, the weather was terrible. The forecast looked terrible all day, so we decided to cancel. And this time it actually did rain when it said it was supposed to. So right. we ended up making the right call. It took us three times to get it right, but we got it right on the third try. So, um, you know, it's just it's one of those deals. There's, there's not a thing you can do about it. Um, and for the shows that, you know, last week or uh, the weekend before that, July 21st, you know, that was a, a show that, you know, we, you never want to lose any show. But uh, the weather, you know, would just it looked crummy for, you know, about three o'clock on. And, you know, if, if, if you have a window of where that rain's going to stop, you know, afternoon rain is not all that much of a bad thing at the racetrack because it, it's just less passes of the water truck you got to make. But right. <laughs> when it doesn't stop, that's, you know, that's where you just, you know, it's the worst case scenario. So it, uh, you know, it's a little bit of a bummer, but, you know, we're going to get back on track. Um, you know, we have got starting Saturday night, we've got five more points races left to go, and it, it seems crazy to be saying that. Um, but we've got uh, four shows in August <clears throat> that are points-paying races. We've got a uh, show with the Short Track Super Series coming up uh, next Wednesday, six days from now, uh, sprinkled in there, too. And uh, so we're going to be cramming a lot in here in the next uh, six races. But uh, in that time, we're going to have you know our biggest uh, payout of the year. And then we'll decide the championships there coming up on Labor Day weekend. So um, we're going to finish strong. I got a good feeling about it. Can you believe that we're talking about being four weeks from the end of the season? I, I can't, honestly. <laughs> and I, think, I think what has sped up that feeling for me is the fact that we've had so many, you know, rain-canceled races or rain-affected races, uh, you know, they all came right at the midpoint of the season. And, and so now it's, you know, within a blink of an eye, you know, here we are sitting on August 2nd saying there's five point races left to go. And right. and for some of these guys that are pretty close in point races, they're also looking at it and saying, okay, enough of this rain stuff, guys, because <laughs> I, I, I got to catch the leader or, or I need I need more races to pad my lead or whatever. So it's, uh, you know, everybody's looking at that the same way for one reason or another. Uh, on the topic of getting some races in, you had a chance to watch some some pretty cool sportsman action at Paradise Speedway a couple of weeks back when Steve Gray picked up a win. 
Yeah, um, I want to I want to give a, a huge shout out there to uh, to the Starks from the Grit series and uh, Gary Pallone and Bill uh, at Paradise Speedway. Um, they gave me the opportunity to to go up there and announce that show. And as uh, you know, oddly enough, that wasn't the first time that I've announced at Paradise. I announced there. I think I was probably 12 years old. <laughs> I filled in one night for Don Dunham when he was working there. Um, he's, he was a longtime family friend. and uh, So it wasn't the first time, but it's, it's, uh, it was pretty special to me uh, because I grew up going to races there with my dad. My dad raced go-karts before he stepped aside and let me jump in and, and race when I was five, six years old. And, and that's where I started. That's where I got my first win. Uh, that's where I've got a, gotten a lot of meaningful wins and, and had a lot of family come to the races there to join us and got to watch a lot of race. I mean, I grew up, at the time I grew up racing there at Paradise, we raced go-karts in the afternoon and then they raced the big cars at night, mm-hmm. uh, being the sprint cars and pure stock, you know, those kind of things. Right. And, uh, you know, watching Bubby and, and Lance Young and, and Lee Sanders was the big name over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were always trying to beat that 26 car. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, to go there, I mean, that made it a real special night for me. But on, you know, the racing side of things, man, what a, what a show that place puts on. Mm-hmm. Um, Gary Pallone is the wizard of dirt track preparation. Uh, he <laughs> always has been, always will be. Um, he told me a few of his secrets after the races and uh, told me that I'd be in a lot of trouble if I gave him away. But the way he was able to prep the bottom and the top of the track so that guys could use either lane and make it make both of them work for a tight little quarter mile track, I'll tell you what a show the sportsman cars put on. Uh, they had 26 cars there and, you know, in my opinion, and, and I know you know everybody's got an opinion on it, but in my opinion, when you take an event that last year, nobody knew how it was going to go, and there were some drivers that didn't come out just with that uncertainty right. that came out this time. So they went from 16 or 17 cars in 2017 to 26 cars last week, and, and I really feel like the Oops. next time they do this, or even if you look to, to a show next year, you know, they're going to be pushing 30 cars. They're going to be running a B main. <laughs> and, you know, to see that happening at Paradise is, is, is phenomenal. It, it really was. How many started the A main? I didn't even think uh, to look. They started, so we had 26 cars. They were going to run a Concy. Uh, however, there were two cars that had issues. I know Nick Cooper was one. Uh, he had a, a problem, I think, with the drive shaft, uh, his dad said, and uh, another car that came out of the Ransomville, Buffalo area, DJ Gardner, he's a, he's a friend of uh, Andrew Smith, uh, that's a, a real formidable sportsman competitor. Mm-hmm. Um, they both had problems in their heat race, and so they weren't going to make it for the Concy, so everybody ended up, so they started 24 cars wow. in the future. That's tight. And, <laughs>
so I, I can't tell you who it was or what, but they decided, hold my beer or watch this. We're going to make it four wide into turn three at Paradise. Wow. And how the rest of, and, and and of course, when something like that happens, it doesn't happen for 20th position or 19th position. It happened for position number four. Right. So it's in front of the whole field. How we didn't tear up half the field on that ordeal, I'll, I will never know. But um, only a couple of cars got a little bit of damage out of that. But that, I think that set the tone right off the bat. Right. That this is going, these guys out here taking it easy because it's a little quarter mile track. Um, and, and the show was awesome. That's great. You had local guys up there in the front. The Guerri boys were up there. Nick led uh, half of the race. And just, you know, uh, car got tight when the track got slick. And and uh, Steve Gray kind of snookered him on a restart. And, and, you know, another local guy there, Sex, picks up the, the big win. So it was it was a great show, it really was. You you had mentioned the, the the Starks and everybody. What's the status now of the fight night street stocks? Well, I I don't want to speak out of turn. Uh, I I don't want to speak for them on behalf of what's happening with the series. I right. have seen some po- and I know I know there was some disappointment. Uh, they had street stocks on the card. Yeah there for that show and i know they were disappointed with having seven cars but you know i now that i live in horseheads paradise is a little bit further of a trek than it used to be so <laughs> i had a lot of time to think about it on the way home and right. and you know chris th- this is where i land on it and, and again this is my opinion opinions are like people's backside sure got one but <laughs> sure my, my take on it is you know i don't know that judging the future success of street stocks at paradise can be judged off of the the first time they did it. I mean, this was the first time they had put street stocks on the card with the grit series for, for this event. I mean, this was only second time this event has ever happened for the sports. Um, and, and so the way I look at it is I, I don't know that you can judge it based off of one time. And the other wrinkle to it, and there's a couple wrinkles. Number one, it wasn't a sanctioned fight night series race to begin with. So mm-hmm. I know there was a lot of uproar from people about the fact that, you know, well, it wasn't a fight night series race. And, and you know, so, there, so there's that. And then there's another thing to take into consideration. This race was on a Thursday night. And this is right on the heels of a two-day show at Outlaw and, and other shows at other racetracks where guys are, are in tight point races. Sure. And, and they've only got, what, four or five shows left to score points, depending on what track you race at. Mm-hmm. And so the, I feel like the fact that it was on that Thursday before you know the Outlaw Summer Nationals, I think that hurts some street stock numbers. And I talked to at least a handful of guys that said if that shows on a Tuesday, if that shows maybe on a Wednesday, that gives me 24, 48 hours where if, you know, if a racing deal happens at the show at Paradise, I've got a couple days I can get my stuff back in order. Sure. So I'm ready to go for the Summer Nationals. So um, I have seen some posts. It, it sounds like the the fight night series actually is has dissolved and gone away um but you know i i hope that i hope that it doesn't go away just based on the turnout of that show because i think there was a lot of factors that 
if all the conditions are right or, or as best you can get them. You know, you, you have it not on the heels of, of, of a big two-day show or, or make it, you know, I think the fact that it wasn't a series show, there's guys that were running Fight Night series points that I'm sure if it was a series show, they would have been there. You know, they would have been there to get the points. So, you know, like I said, I hope that um, – I hope that this is temporary because I know that um, the street stock and, and, you know, geez, we've seemed to beat that drum for years at, at Outlaw and Woodhall right. is, is giving the street stocks the, a chance to, to be in center stage. and um, so Without I, I spending a lot of money. Chance to go to a lot of different tracks. I mean, there's, there's such a good future and such a good system in place there you know the other option that we've got right now is the new york super stock series and they're they're asphalt exclusively yeah. um and i don't know if all these guys want to get away from the dirt uh the they've had a good thing going with um they've got a good thing going with the grit sportsman series fight night street stocks i think it's a good positive thing for the racing community as a whole um eventually i hope that they, they take a step back and realize what this was how special that race at paradise was and the fact that it was the first time through uh, take a little bit of a look at the schedule and see what might fit better. And and remember the point that you made just a little bit ago. The first year, some of the top names in sportsman racing opted not to go just because they wanted to see what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, and There's no reason to think that's not going to happen with the street stocks too right now. You right. know? Yep. As a whole. And As a there whole. was, of those five guys that I talked to, um, you know, uh, they they were they were ner- they were nervous you know they they hadn't run there before mm-hmm. they they know it's a small tight track you know rubbin's racing things happen but <laughs> when you're when you're staring down a point race or you're staring down a, a two day show that you've got to run both days so you can get right. those show up points um, you know it, uh, it's, it's it it is tough you know it it uh, it makes them. You know, have to to evaluate and, and make a decision, and, and sometimes that decision is, you know, one that uh, you know we've got to sit out tonight because we're looking big picture here. So, sure. I don't think that um, I don't think you can blame them for doing that. But again, I I agree with you, Chris. I think it's just got to be something where you can take it as a learning experience. And okay, how can we how can we do this differently? so that we see the car count go from 7 to 17 next year. Right. Just take I mean, a breath. Everybody just slow down and take a breath. Huh? Yep. yep. <laughs> on, the topic of, on the topic of series racing, Danny Johnson coming away with a win on the 31st of July at Airborne Park Speedway. That was the Battle of Plattsburgh. Eric Rudolph winning on the big two-day weekend at Weedsport Speedway. He took a win in the Hall of Fame 100, the Racing Stock 100, at Autodrome Drummond, that was won by Matt Shepard, Stu Friesen, winning the night before that at the end of July over in Granby. Hall of Fame weekend was a big one for Weedsport Speedway. Dave Marcicelli coming away with a couple wins on the weekend. Kevin Root uh, ended up um, taking the quote-unquote weekend war. Uh, Kevin Root um, dominating a little bit in terms of some of the, uh, the scoring towers and stuff. Of course, the internet just dropped on me, so I can't get that window up right away. Uh, sprint cars return and, uh, Brent Marks come away with the win. That was, uh, I believe that was his second world of outlaws win there for him. Um, root. Let's see if I can find that. That was, uh, Kevin root getting that was the double header bonus that was in play there. Blanked on the whole thing. Couldn't come up with any of that for you. Sorry about that. 
Uh, shift gears back over to this side of it. Tim Sears came away with a win in the 350 Modified Series, uh, topping Larry White in their event at Brewerton Speedway last weekend. Ron Davis, Matt Williamson, and uh, Gary Lindbergh took third place on that one. Ron Davis, Matt Williamson filling the top five. As we said, the Grit Series was over at Paradise. Steve Gray won there at Fulton. Ronnie Davis the third won the unique E6 350 Modified Series 50 lapper. Larry Waite picked up his second second place finish of the weekend over Jordan McCready, Scott Prentice, and Greg Dowsk won Sportsman Features. Chris Fleming, Matt Becker, and Doug Williams picked up wins as well. On Saturday night, good win for Danny Varon in the 360 Sprint Feature over Chuck Hebing and Jordan Thomas, Coleman Gulmick, and Jeff Cook. Got top five finishings. Corey Costa won the modified portion over Jimmy LaRock and Brady Fultz. Steve Payne ended up in the top five. He was fifth behind Kyle Coffey. Dave Marcicelli won that one uh, in the Outlaw Sportsman Series event. Dustin Jordan, Brian Fish filling the top five. Brad Smith, Adam DePay in the street stocks. Chris Woodard, Justin Elbridge picking up a win in the hobby stocks. Each of those guys taking home class wins. The Empire Super Sprints awarded show-up points for the 360 programs at Outlaw both Friday and Saturday. ESS comes back to race again um, this weekend, August the 4th, Atlanta Legends Raceway, then the 10th at Can-Am and the 12th at Weedsport. Friday, Tommy Catalano won the modified feature, holding off Andy Lewis and Daryl Lewis. Barrett Shank won the Super Sixes feature, and uh, Jacob Gustafson won the four-cylinder feature. The New York Super Stocks competed in twin 20s. Chris uh, Finicario won the first one. It was it was shortened by caution flags. I don't know if you read about this, Stephen. It was cut to 16 laps due to the caution flags. They parked them, brought everybody back for the second one, and Nick Robinson won the second one. That one went the full 20 laps. Finicario was second place in that. It was the first time that Finicario didn't win this year in New York Superstock actions. So he's got a pretty good year going for himself. Uh, Merrick Yorker, Zach Sabotka winning the uh, Sportsman Features held and can support with that 358 Tour race at Brewerton. Justin Williams and Quinn Wallace taking divisional wins. The Mod Lights and the Four Cylinders at Outlaw Friday. Matt Tanner uh, won the first of two 360 Sprint finish, uh, Features at Outlaw, part of those Summer Nationals. And uh, Chuck Hebing won the second. Matt Shepard won the Modified Feature at a Kyle Coffey and Steve Gray. Tommy Collins won the Sportsman. Rich Michaels uh, won the IMCAs. Glenn Wertenauer won the street stocks. Adam Austin, the four cylinders, and Jason Thomas and the hobby stocks taking those divisional wins. Again, just to clarify that, Dave Marcicelli won a couple times over the weekend, uh, but it wasn't enough to get that extra uh, bonus uh, with a runner-up finish Sunday night. He took that $500 uh, BA Custom Headers doubleheader challenge bonus for the best overall finish for the weekend. That went to Kevin Root. So, more action to come this weekend. Everybody's looking forward to that. I know you're chomping at the bit. You're also chomping at the bit to get your lawn cut. How, what's, what's the weather like down there? Well, we're coming up on uh, some wet weather uh, early in the morning tomorrow and all day tomorrow from what I hear. So mm-hmm. I, uh, I I should have done it yesterday. But <laughs> I didn't. And uh, so now I'm, I'm looking out here and saying, okay, we better get it done tonight or uh, we're going to be uh, bailing hay here next week. So, yeah, it's uh, it should be a good time. Being under the weather, I fell behind on our backyard, and we ended up ripping all of our raspberry bushes out and, and took our uh, rose bushes right down to the ground. The squirrels had decided that the chestnut tree next to us it was a great source of food over the winter. The problem is is that we had like four feet of snow in the backyard all winter long, so they never dug them up, and these things have turned into chestnut tree saplings. So we ended up just gutting everything out of there. 
and uh, and had to get everything. Get, try to try to reclaim that. Reclaim a little bit of our forsythia bush that was in the backyard. The grass, however, has not yet been tended to. Uh, it is and it's not quite knee high, so the so the town's not really going to say anything yet. So I think I got a couple more days. It's just between not feeling great with the pneumonia. And yeah. the rain that we've had, I haven't been able to to get the stars to align to the point where we're going to be able to to get to it. Thankfully, the kids have been playing in the front yard, doing a lot of soccer, so they've been able to mat it down pretty good. It doesn't look as bad over the last couple of days as it did before. It sounds like you need to make friends with somebody with has a goat. <laughs> I, <laughs> I I need to make friends with somebody who has a lawn service. That's that's probably the first. <laughs> there you go. That Plan B is the goat. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, you all ready for the weekend? Yeah. Yeah, we're 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 ready to go. We uh, we have the Jake Davis Memorial, um, mm-hmm. King of the Ring coming up. Uh, it's a, kind of a unique event that we have uh, with the modifieds every year. It's in memory of Jake Davis, who uh, is uh, part of the Davis Racing family down here in the Southern Tier, and and it's always a great event. Uh, it's it's basically a, a match race. Um, we we line everybody up two by two. And they come out in pairs and run two laps. The winner moves on. The, the loser of that match race goes back to the pits and gets ready for the feature. And we go all the way down until we've got the last guy, and we call him the king of the ring. That's so, cool. Uh, we've had six different or uh, five different king of the rings. We've had five different winners. So we'll see if we can make it six on Saturday. See if that trend continues. And right now I'm looking, and uh, according to the future cast, we've got a 70% chance of racing. So I'll <laughs> take my odds on that. So I, I thought for sure, when you got to 70% chance and I heard the R start, I'm like, you're not going to do it. There's no chance of this thing getting no, in. But then you no. said racing. Okay, so that's... Of racing, yeah. We're, look, we're looking pretty good. So Fair, fair quantifier. Hey, I know you got to go. I appreciate you coming and hanging out for a little while and our, our uh, return, so to say, back on the air. Oh, anytime, man. Uh, anytime you uh, need somebody to talk race and you know who to call. I sure do. We know, to, know how to get a hold of you. I'm glad you had such a good time in Paradise. That's cool. Yeah, absolutely. That was a really good time. And thanks again to the Starks and uh, Gary and Eileen and, and Bill, everybody from Paradise, for making that happen and uh, making me feel welcome there. It was uh, a nice homecoming. Awesome. Well, I'm uh, I'm I'm anticipating this. Uh, this will probably become a a more frequent thing as they have uh, the races coming back time and time again. I hope so, and I, and I think that what they've done so far is is going to show people that you know it's it's a great event, and and I think the more people that are seeing that now, they'll they'll know that uh, this is something that we all got to get behind. Awesome. Hey, I'll let you go. I appreciate you coming on with us tonight. Absolutely, man. Thanks for the time. See you later. All right goes steven ovens off to try to beat the weather in more ways than one he's trying to get the long cut tonight made some time for us we were running late you know at one point this uh this thing was supposed to be on at six o'clock tonight so we could jam it full a little bit more make a little bit better splash and our return to the air but it didn't uh stars didn't align i was waiting on the t-shirts uh jason oldfield with the western new york super ride association who also hosts the final round drag racing podcast opposite the 31st lap we had some shirts that were on order for him up in rochester he had to get the car loaded because he's getting ready to take off for a race in ohio this weekend big two-day event for the western new york super ride association so i went up there to grab the shirts for him and, and help coordinate the pickup they were supposed to be done at three they didn't get done until it was coming right up on five o'clock, so I had to cut back from Humboldt Street back across 490 uh, as everybody was leaving the city, which made travel a little bit more congested than we had planned. 
And then from there, drop him off at his house and turned around and I was planning on picking up a suit at men's warehouse. So I was ready for the new job interview tomorrow morning. Uh, that, that didn't pan out quite the way we wanted it to either, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, we beat feet from there. We left, we left, uh, Victor right about 5:45 and made it here in time to get everything set up and come on the air and hang out with you guys. And now we're returned to the air with episode number 243. Big thanks to Steven Evans for coming on. Talk a little bit about that. I'm glad that he had such a good time at Paradise. I, I know that that race meant a lot to him to be there. Uh, Jim Mullen, who's been a frequent guest on the show, was also there. Had some of his mic equipment, was trying to make some contributions to that as well. Uh, Jim Mullen, of course, from the Figure Lake Speed World of Fame. And uh, so I, I know he's looking forward to getting back on the microphone and working a little bit at, uh, with some of the go-kart tracks and some of the big car tracks in and around the Finger Lakes. So hopefully he finds a, a way to land on his feet as well. Uh, well wishes to him. I know he's had, he's had some challenges with his baby there too. So I know uh, he's been fighting the current some in his own right. Nonetheless, we are uh, officially back. Again, 243, I think we're going to put it in the books. This time around, we're going to be off for a week. So at this point... Just to double check where the schedule falls, I don't think you're going to hear from us again until probably the 23rd because the 16th we head down south for a couple days for our wedding anniversary. My lovely wife has booked uh, some time through Airbnb. Uh, I've planned on that uh, since December, so the 16th we are going to be off. So next week will be final round, and then we'll come back on the 23rd and talk more racing with everybody. That is going to do it for us here in the FigureLakes1.com studios. We appreciate everybody hanging out. We'll see everybody on the 23rd. Thanks a lot.